1: Well, hello there, and you join us here today to talk about 10 shiny, hot new watches that have just come out that you have got to see. Oh, and they're bargains too. Tom, before we begin, um, I'd like to draw everyone's attention to uh, an auction, an online auction that's being held in conjunction with Lion & Turnbull with Scottish Watches, Mm. uh, who claim to be the world's number one watches podcast. Uh depends on the metric regardless of that they are doing an online auction with lion and temple and the auction will support maggie's who provide uh, care for those with cancer and their families. so check that out in the description below It's from the 16th to the 23rd of august so it's up and running so get your keysters over there and contribute to a good cause right tom to the new bargain watches that we think our audience should see what has caught your attention recently
2: Well, uh, you know me, I'm often perusing the Timex website, and they have a new World Timer on offer, inspired by a 1970s model, uh, another one from Timex's back catalogue, specifically designed for stylish travellers from the golden era of jet setting. It is a 39mm bow-shaped stainless steel-cased watch, with a world-time bezel. So the rotating bezel marks Greenwich meantime and follows with names of 23 cities around the globe. Uh, so that's pretty cool, isn't it? Um, it is painfully retro-looking. We often talk about some some of these uh, like retro throwbacks as, as looking like they've just been found in a drawer, but it looks to me like Timex have stumbled across the machine and just turned it back on again and started churning these out again. It is um, very, very authentic-looking. Um, and it is, is quite a bold 70s design um but it's really cool uh it's got a red second hand and a domed crystal and uh, a nice sort of simplistic dial in the middle and then you've got all of those city names around the around the outside uh, in French uh, which is kind of cool and jet settery and (laughs) continental
1: uh so yeah it's really cool i think it's probably a stretch to call it a world timer by writing the cities on the bezel i'm sure there is some wonderful and fantastic way that you can make that all work but really it's about the look isn't it it is more 70s than a brown rug tom (laughs) and i i love the look of it and i love that timex are taking some of this vintage watchery and offering it to people for affordable prices definitely tom I'm going to move you on, if I may, to the Seiko 5 Sports SR PK-17. Now this is a new watch, but it's also not a new watch, because it is a recreation of the original Seiko 5 Sports watch, celebrating the 55th anniversary of its creation. You can see we've got more retro goodness, Uh, this is from the end of the 60s, so you can see it has a very similar vibe to the Timex we saw just a moment ago. 39.5mm in diameter in stainless steel, calibre 4R36, a useful 100 meters of water resistance to complete the Seiko 5 usability, £350. Um, do be quick though, there are only 15,555 pieces available, as this is a limited edition. But what do you think of it, Tom?
2: it's a it's a nice surprise and i really love the idea that seiko can just you know they have an extensive back catalog and and it's quite quite interesting what they can uncover uh, it'd be really nice actually if they'd let us see their back catalog if it was nicely documented and we could perhaps vote on the ones that we wanted them to reissue that
1: would be fun wouldn't it oh gamification of the watch industry love it
2: <laughs> yeah So, from two chunky retro-inspired watches (laughs) to another one, Uh, Tissot are saying, me too, and they've released the Sidoral, Sidoral, Side, Side Handrail, Side Rolls, I have those, the Tissot Sidoral, this is a statement piece for trendsetters and history enthusiasts uh, based on the original fibreglass watch from, you guessed it, 1971. <laughs> now in an updated steel case with forged carbon. Ooh. I'm not sure if, if it's a forged carbon dip That the steel case goes into. Um, um, And then, you know, again, painfully vintage aesthetics. You've got uh, very bold, uh, coloured, luminescent tracks running around the inside. A five and a ten second indicator. If you're timing short things, if you're timing a a bean in the microwave or something, (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But it's very playful. And uh, very fun And you've got these Interchangeable perforated rubber straps In funky colours as well um, 300 metres water resistance The Powermatic 80 inside And yeah As Tissot implore Embrace the extraordinary
1: With the Tissot Sideral. I do embrace the extraordinary Every day Tom You know that Don't ever question it.
2: Yes, we all do. We all do. I mean, it goes without saying, doesn't it? A
1: silly thing to say. Uh, Also as well, Tom, turn the lights out and you get a display that would make James Cameron wish he had better imagination. Lots of different colours over the entire palette of the dial. And that forged carbon fibre it has a very marble-like effect. So if you're a fan of expensive Lamborghinis but can only afford £915... You can go some way towards achieving that feeling with this very watch. Lovely looking thing. Awesome. I'm going to stick with Tissot and the 70s theme because the PRX, the watch that Tissot has become known for, is a difficult watch for many people. In 40mm with the Powermatic 80, it's a little bit too big. Those first links are just too rigid. Um, There was a 35mm quartz version, which was like the consolation prize for those slender of wrist. But Tissot have listened and they have created a Powermatic 80 version of the 35mm watch. So you get that same hoffly dial, you get the same integrated case and bracelet, you get the same Powermatic 80 movement with a titanium alloy balance spring for anti-magnetic properties all put together with wonderful fit and finish, but this time in 35mm, they heard you, Tom. They listened to your griping and your moaning and your meh, 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 And now this is here. Are you going to get one?
2: Uh, Ah, the moment's (laughs) passed.
1: (laughs) It is, in case you're wondering, £610, which you'll see isn't too dissimilar to the larger watch. Um, So, there you go. Smaller risks are being punished and rewarded at the same time. Good one, Tiso.
2: Everyone can enjoy 70s goodness, um, because there's not enough of that around. Anyway, um, moving on to the Longines Hydro Conquest GMT. Now, this may be the most sportiest Longines I've ever seen. Um, It's really kind of robust looking, uh, steel sports GMT watch from them. You've got a very chunky, heavily notched bezel there. So yeah, this is a GMT powered by the exclusive long jeans GMT movement with a silicon balance spring and other innovative non-magnetic components there. So very modern insides going on. 41mm diameter stainless steel case with screw down back and crown. Yeah, the unidirectional bezel is very notched and heavy in black ceramic and a little luminescent bezel capsule or Pippin, if you will. <laughs> 300 metres of water resistance, uh, eight varieties of sunray dial and straps to choose
1: from. Love it. Longina just knocking it out of the park. It's hit after hit, and I don't think this is any particular exception. Tom, if you've ever thought to yourself, oh, I'd really love a 40mm watch inspired by 1950s timepieces manufactured in Germany and I don't want it to be any thicker than a centimetre, then you are in luck. This is the Archimede 1950-4. It is a German-made watch, comes in a variety of different colours, has a very, very plain and simple dial aesthetic, the field watches of that era, but everything is very meticulously executed, as you might imagine, for a German watch from the uh, colours of the dials, the shapes of the hands, the colour of the faux aged loom, which is representing the radium that they used to use, gets a Salita calibre SW261-1M, with the M meaning that yes, it is hand-wound for the full vintage effect. You get a see-through case back with which to see that movement in, which is rather nice, if maybe not a uh, fully vintage nod. It's nice to see what you paid for. Altogether, together with the domed crystal, the really nice proportions, which is what I think makes this most, and the onion-style crown for €960. Euros, it's a pretty tasty-looking piece.
2: Yeah, lovely. It is unflinchingly watch, isn't it? Yes. It's so staunchly simple. Um, uh, uh, there's some nice touches in there, the onion uh, crown that you mentioned. I like the old radium uh, colour of the numerals there as well. Um, it's really cool back to basics you've got to try it every now and then haven't you
1: as you always say keep it simple Switzerland and we've had to go to Germany for that uh, no surprises there very crisp and clean very good okay for our next one this is a uh,
2: this is awake this is a French watchmaker um, with a high uh, slant towards sustainability and environmental harmony um, and this is a tribute to the earth and NASA. This is the Awake Mission to Earth Meatball.
1: Mm, meatball. Uh,
2: you just got meatballed by the Awake Watch Company. Uh, this model was imagined as a tribute to NASA and takes the name from the uh, famous Meatball logo, the first uh, NASA logo that was used during the 1969 Apollo 11 mission. Unfortunately, limited to 250 copies because this watch is an absolute belter. It is really cool. Um, so... Yeah, as a tribute to NASA, uh, there are lots and lots of uh, design cues here that uh, that nod to that. Uh, you've got a matte blue dial with its sandblasted finish, which mimics the predominant colour of the iconic NASA logo there. A red aluminium inner ring engraved with the inevitable countdown that precedes every rocket launch. Uh, so yeah, also good. Um, it does get a little bit kind of um, tenuous. You've got hour and minute hands, which take on the characteristic oblong shape of rockets. Um, (laughs) Just just look like hour and minute hands. Um, uh, The second hand echoes the supersonic red wing of the famous logo. Mm. It's it's red. Uh, The notched timer refers to the traces left by the rovers on the stars they discover. Right. So you having that one? Well, I'll give them this. They've got a great imagination, haven't they? But there you go. So, uh, 40mm in recycled titanium, which is very nice. That's the sustainability coming into play there. Uh, Inside is a modified Miyota 9039. You've got a really cool white Velcro strap, which is very NASA-esque. Sapphire crystal, 100 meters of water resistance. It looks the part. It looks awesome. It looks very NASA-esque. And when I saw it, um, the disappointed cricket fan meme popped into my (laughs) head. And that's what I imagined omega doing looking very angry with their hands on their hips at this watch because this is more moon than than anything that they've ever produced
1: (laughs) given that nasa are constantly trying to get away from earth it's interesting this is about supporting earth but i do know that nasa has done a lot in uh, environmental studies on a global scale to protect the future of our whittle blue marble and um yeah it's a very cool watch it's nice to see that bold approach to watch design which you don't get to see that much without it being over the top okay so rocket hands might be a little bit tenuous but overall very very cool 825 euros very cool very cool tom are you familiar with smoky bear
2: Yes, he's like a fire safety mascot in
1: the United States, right? That's right. The US Forest Service have Smokey Bear as a cap-wearing naysayer of starting fires in tinderous woods. Yeah. (laughs) And he has been, for a very long time, that mascot. And so watch company Vero have decided to incorporate his good messaging into a watch. Now, there are a number of different watches that you can choose from um based on the popular designs from 1964 and they celebrate the 79th birthday of course the most popular and famous of all the birthdays this is a stainless steel watch in 38 millimeters uh, in case width screw down crown and case back with a seiko nh 38a movement 120 meters of water resistance you can either choose the uh, planar watch with the US Forest Service logo there at the top, that tree, which already looks pretty burnt out to me. There's not much of it left. Or if you're feeling particularly masochistic, you can have the logo of the bear glaring at you from 12 o'clock.
2: Excellent. Um, I'm not sure. Is he quite well regarded in America or is he like sort of quite fearful? Like, does he haunt children's
1: dreams Uh, Yeah, I I think he's done particularly well for himself. I don't know if he's taken some time out for, for him. But otherwise, he's back in service on your wrist. Excellent. Keeping an eye on things, making sure they don't get too burny. Oh, good.
2: Good. Hot stuff. Right, um moving on again then to uh christopher ward a new model and an iteration from them so we've got the iteration this is a new 36 millimeter version of christopher ward's classic sports explorer watch the c63 sealander automatic in mulberry red um which is what millennials call burgundy bitch i think So it's got the uh, light catcher TM case uh, in 36mm with a five-link consort bracelet. So it's quite shiny and dressy. And
0: Mm -hmm.
2: it's got this amazing uh, intense scarlet colour, this mulberry red dial, which is beautiful sunray. And off of that, you've got these uh, brushed and mirror polished markers that are popping off. You've got this rhodium uh, blocky logo. Uh, inside is a Salita SW201 automatic. And then on top of that, again, uh, this is Christopher Ward's first classic GMT, a classic GMT Explorer watch, uh, this time in 39mm with an iridescent dragonfly blue dial, which is um, really, really cool. Uh, and that contrasts nicely with the GMT hand in bright orange for high legibility. And uh, yeah, just furthered bolstering of the already. Very impressive catalogue of uh, Christopher Ward
1: watches. For the uh, 36mm C63 Sealander, you're looking at £840 and the C63 Sealander GMT, 39mm, £1,060. I will say this, Tom, and I don't think I'm alone in it. Seeing these two colours makes me realise how desperate I've been for watches that have nice colours on them. Mm -hmm. How how can it be an innovative thing to have a color that's not just navy blue? Yeah. You
2: say that though, but I think the the navy blue will outsell the mulberry red by 5 to 1.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, and it's a shame because both of those colors are absolutely lovely. Yeah, really really striking. Yeah. Tom, for our last watch, it is one of a collection of pieces from the revived Nevada Grenchen, which is a watchmaker that has been making timepieces since 1926. We're back to the 1970s however, for a very brown and orange looking watch in 38mm. It is a chronograph powered by the Seiko VK63 Quartz, which we see in a number of affordable chronograph watches. This one is especially interesting because you'll notice it has the Paul Newman style markings. What do I mean by that? Because Paul Newman was a a movie actor. Mm. He owned a watch, a Rolex, which had a rare exotic dial, which had those markers with the the blocky bits on them. Those blocky bits actually featured in a number of different watches, not just the Rolex, including a Nevada Grinchon. And this is a reiteration of that. It's a rather nice looking watch. I very much like all the warm tones in it and the big chunky bezel. Um, fully assembled in Switzerland. $479, which I think is a little bit of a steal for a watch that you could probably sneak at auction and sell at Phillips for many millions.
2: <laughs> is there any incoherent sentiment engraved on the back or is it just... Uh, oh, it's just the Nevada logo there.
1: That's pretty cool. So there you go, 10 new watches of the bargain variety that have come out recently. What do you think of them? And have there been any other releases that you think we should take a look at? Thanks very much for watching. Please do like, comment, subscribe, and make sure to check out the Scottish watches with Lion and Turnbull auction in the description below. Thank you very much for watching. Goodbye.